You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. A mechanic tries to fix your car. No matter if you're near or far, he'll change your oil or fix your flat. And you'll do it just like that. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al. Hit it! Another great day it is outside. You know, my philosophy, any day you wake up is... A great day. A great day. Green side up, baby. Green side up. Anyways, we've got another interesting show for you today. We have a theme, first off. We want to know, what was your first car? It's like you never forget your first love. But well, you could combine it. <laughs> Which car did you first make love in? That's another no, one. No, that's an extra show. Okay, that's, that's a whole other show. <laughs> My back still hurts. Anyways, um, today we were supposed to have Jeff Coy with us from Lant Insurance. Unfortunately, He's... Jeff is a little bit under the weather. So we're going to be switching the things around, and we're going to be talking to you on the phone so the lines will be open a lot longer than they usually are. Exactly. Uh, Give you the opportunity to call in with your car care questions. That's correct. Terry Lobson will call in. He's at the middle of the show. And, by the way, everybody that calls in, we're going to get you tickets for the Classic Car Production. It's going to call Classic Car Productions, mm-hmm. not the Classic Car Auction anymore. It's Classic Car Productions. So we're going to get you that. That's a real event. It opens the spring market up. Guys are coming to buy new projects, get rid of the old projects. Right. It's up next weekend. Uh, it's um, April, no, May 5, 6, and 7. Yeah, May 5, 6, and 7. So that's a great event. I love going to that. And remember, we have an ongoing contest. Trip to Las Vegas, get a hotel room, go to the racetrack, go to lessons. Drive the Ferrari, come home, get four tires for your car, and get your car rust-proofed. Drive it down to the studio, and Alan and I will take you out for lunch right, after you go. join us for the hour. There you go. So I've got your whole weekend planned. <laughs> so if you've got a car care <laughs> question, if you've got a question about the auction, uh, anything at all, you're welcome to give us a yeah, call. you're welcome to give us a call. And the other questions are, we have a bunch of stuff to tell you. Just before we go, I've got to tell you a quick story. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So my son is working full-time. And my daughter-in-law works full-time, so they have a housekeeper that goes and picks up the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in front of my son's house, it's a one-way street. Mm-hmm. So she's driving down the one-way street, and this guy in a Maserati is coming the wrong way on the one-way street. <laughs> right. So they both are stopped there. And he blows his horn and gives her the finger. Really? Even though he's in He's the in the wrong, yes. Okay. So she doesn't know what to do. But there's a cop right behind her. Yes. <laughs> he gets out. 
and he tickets the guy in the Maserati. Perfect. And then walks him over to the housekeeper and makes him apologize. What a <laughs> great story. <laughs> so he had to apologize to her for giving him the finger. I thought that was phenomenal. Usually when your guy gives you the finger, there's nothing you can do, but, you know, it's my free accident. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll get right back with some phone calls. The lines are filling up. Oh, wow, look at We got David. We got Garrett. We got... Uh, Oh, we're jammed. Okay. And remember, your big question of the day is, what was your first what car? What was your first car? Yeah. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with your first question right after this break. All righty. We're back. I don't know where we were, but we're back anyways. <laughs> uh, just a reminder, Lant Insurance, who's one of our, uh, I guess, one of our great sponsors. I yes, guess they are. Today. Okay, so they're into specialty uh, classic cars and all that specialty stuff. insurance. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you know, they they sell policies for people who have special cars, cars that they only drive quite infrequently. And that's the deal because you're driving it infrequently. Insurance costs almost nothing. Mm-hmm. But I wanted you to go to our website, davescornergarage.com, click on Lant Insurance, and they're going to come up with a calendar that's telling you what car events are going on in the area. So this weekend is Ancaster Swap Meet. Oh, wow, really? Right? So if you're looking for parts for that uh, Model T, if you're still doing Model Ts, I don't know if you're still doing <laughs> But if you're looking for car parts and stuff, it's a great way to uh, to just have a nice time out and meet your friends. You know, like you meet your friends here with like-likes. Like exactly. Like so, uh, you know, because part of the issue here, especially if you're talking about vehicles that are 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, you got to make connections. You got to yeah. find out who to speak to and who can get you the best deal. Which is the club? Who's honest and who's not? You know, how often does it happen? You know, you buy something on on eBay and you kind of scratch your head that because uh, we we did it one time. We had a fellow bring in an old car and he says, "Oh, I, you can get the parts at this place." So I call a guy and he he I needed brakes. Now traditionally, when you get brakes, you get the brake shoes with the lining and everything, and that's how it comes. Well, if you don't ask the right questions, yeah. So we we paid a hundred dollars for. Just brake lining and a box of rivets. Yeah, okay. that's the way we used to do it, though. <laughs> well, what happened here? I ordered brakes. So, yeah, you got to find but out. Alan, that's the way we used to do it. I'm not as old as you. We used to rivet the brake linings on. We used to redrive the, well, the alternate, well, not alternate, generators. Yes. We used to put the armatures into a growler to see if it worked. Mm-hmm. And then you had to rebush it, and you had to clean it all up, put new bearings in it or bushings in the way well, you Well, my went. mechanic was growling for sure because he <laughs> went, what the hell am I supposed to do with these? Drill out the holes and make the rivets. All right, we're uh, going to go to our callers. Yeah, go ahead. Premium gas we're going to talk about. Okay, David and Loretto's got a question about what kind of gas to use, I guess. Uh, David? Yes. Hi. How are you guys? Excellent. You? Great. Um, I own a, um, a 300C, mm-hmm. and it takes high, well, I put high test in it, mm-hmm. and I got phenomenal mileage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my question is, um, I know you told me about Shell, which I use, but I also went to uh, Costco, and I asked them about their high tests. And they tell me that there's no ethanol in the gas. Correct. Now, I guess to find out if there was ethanol in it, the Ontario government would have to put a sticker on it stating that there's ethanol. It's right. Absolutely correct. It's usually on the pump. It says 10% ethanol or 15% ethanol. Okay. So it doesn't say for the high test, there's nothing on it about ethanol. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. more likely it's shell gas. Well, it could be, yes. Now, also, David mentioned about down in Brazil that they, all they use is ethanol. Correct. Right. Now, does it create uh, environmental hazard, that ethanol, when they burn it? 
No, not? I think it burns pretty clean because for the most part, it's just like burning alcohol. Yes, exactly. Um, the issue for the vehicles is that the, the, that the ethanol itself can be quite corrosive, and if the vehicle's not meant to use ethanol, you can't use straight-up ethanol because yeah. the, the mechanical parts, whether it's the tank, the fuel lines, the fuel pump, they can't handle that, that extra problem. Yeah, you'll see where it says uh, multi-fuels or ethanol-capable. Um, the, the fuel lines are stainless steel. They were not metal. They're stainless steel. The, the, the rubbers are a different quality of rubber in the injectors and all those things. So okay. they've, they've adjusted the cars. And most cars are running up to 15 uh, ethanol now. So, the, so it's E85, all right? So 85% gas and 15% ethanol. Right. right. So, so the, and the other thing, you're, your comment about using premium, Alan had this years ago. I don't know if you still remember, but he had a Nissan. Mm-hmm. And if, when he ran it on regular, he wouldn't get as far as when he ran it on premium. Right. All right. And the reason is, is because the premium overpowers the knock sensor. What, what there is is a sensor in the engine that if it hears it's pinging because the gasoline is breaking down, it doesn't, it pulls back on the timing. This way, the timing advances all the way, and you get all the power the engine can produce. So for the most part, David, stick with whatever that says inside the gas door. Yeah. Already? Well, it oh. says 90, usually 90. Does it say 90 in yours, or super, or premium? Um, I think it says premium. Now. Yeah. So if you stick with that, you'll actually get more mileage, so you, you break out almost even. Yeah. Well, I just found that when I traveled from near Ottawa up to uh, Newmarket, yeah. it cost me $33 in fuel. That was it. Okay, super. And if I drive it on the low test, I'm looking at fifty-five to sixty dollars. Wow, now. huge difference! Yeah, All right, I want to thank you for calling yeah. in with that. It's some useful uh, information. We're giving away tickets to the classic car auction. Do you want a pair? Sure. Okay. All right, hang on the line, and uh, we're going to get your information and get you a ticket. And uh, who we got hanging on? We all still we got Garrett, we've got Richard, a few more people online. And if you one line is open, we have right another now. David too. It's two Davids. How many can there be? It's me, and that's three D. And my middle name's David. There you go. <laughs> so if you got a car care question? Give us a call right now. You can me even win a pair of tickets to the uh, <laughs> the collector car auction that's coming up next weekend. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Uh, I shouldn't say that. Why? Because you should say, um, uh, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to tell you a quick story. You know, we, uh, spring is coming. Yes, of course. And it, there's a lot of greenery in the back of our house. We have a pool where mm-hmm. the birds, well, it's not open yet, so they're having a good time. I wouldn't know. I didn't get the invitation <laughs> yet. So what happens is, last year, I had a robin outside my window. Five o'clock in the morning, this thing starts beeping away, mm-hmm. right? He's looking for a mate. He's going, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> So finally, they found it. Must have found some because four or five weeks later, it got quiet. Well, now I got a woodpecker, and I'm going brrr, brrr, and I'm going. Who the hell is doing construction at this time? Really, in the <laughs> city, a woodpecker. Right? I got a woodpecker and two red cardinals, and those guys are just going at it like you wouldn't believe it. So it's interesting. So every morning I can wake up with dreaming of construction. Really, I was I'm amazed about the flora and fauna at uh, Bathurst and St. Clair. There's a lot because the ravine is just next door. Okay. So there's a lot of animals, right? The raccoons oh, come in, they wash their hands in the pool, they poop on the deck, and they leave. <laughs> <laughs> or the other way around. I'm not sure. <laughs> all right, let's go quickly to the phones. and. Uh, all right, we got another David. This one's in Toronto, and he's got a Buick that's not working as it should. David, what can we do for you? 
Hi there, I love your show. Thank you. Thank you. Now I understand I won lunch with uh, the two of you, but uh, apparently there'll be so much food on the tray uh, it may fall off the side window. Is that true? Yeah, that is probably, could break the glass altogether. I haven't yeah. seen that in years. I saw it in the States, though, at uh, A&W. Yes. Right? So my question is, 2002 Buick 3.8 liter, I've driven the car all winter, uh, fine. Uh, my son boils the car, you know, 24 hours later I get the call, Dad, the uh, car will not go on the highways. He's getting it up to 60, 70 kilometers an hour. He says it's struggling up hills. And then the next day, it's fine. Okay. So I'm picking the car up tomorrow. Can you give me any hints on that? Well, I guess the, the first thing to do, of course, is to check to see if the check engine light is on. Um, there's no lights on. Well, the light may not be working. That's the other issue with a, an older car. Ball back to me. Um, you know, the first thing, did, has the car been used all winter, or did it sit a lot of the time? It did sit. And then I I, um, I drove it, uh, let's say, from February on. Okay, and when you drove it, it felt totally normal? Beautiful. 120 on the highway, no problems. Yeah, well, the first thing to do is check your fluid levels, make sure it's full. I mean, if your oil's down, it can cause a hesitation. Um, if the gasoline is bad, you, that could cause a hesitation as well. Normally, again, the check engine light will be on. Um, right. You want to feel, when you're driving it, see if you're actually feeling it, uh, like uh, when it's holding back, is it just as if it's got no power, or for perhaps do you feel a jerkiness? Because if you feel a jerkiness, then probably you've got a misfire where one of your spark plugs or the wires are bad. Um, okay. But again, you know, you're going to take it to a mechanic and uh, go in and see him. Uh, that's the other possibility, of course, because of the age. We talked about fuel earlier. Uh, it could be that the fuel filter is plugged up, but that's why it's yep. just... It can't go as fast as you want it to go. Yeah, and, um, then, and then it settles down. Maybe you have dirt in the tank. Transmission. Uh, the possibility, but, you know, yeah. I, like I say, I would take the mechanic. You know, we don't mind you giving us your two cents when you bring the car in, you know, but don't. Okay. But uh, by all means, I would take the mechanic for a ride and say, here, this is what I'm feeling. Do you feel it? Do you hear it? And then once he experiences it, it shouldn't be hard to find. All right? Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're okay, very you're welcome. very welcome. Uh, here's the question that we wanted to answer. The first car, Andy in Stouffville. Andy in Stouffville, what was your first car? 29 Model A Coupe with a rumble seat. Wow! Are you, are you that old, Andy? Well, I bought it when I was 16. Okay. In 55. Uh, really? Yeah. And, uh, and was it a and, daily driver still? Well, oh, yeah, right. sure. Really? Yeah, well, I was I uh, was uh, born, I was a rural kid, so we could have our driver's licenses when we were 14 back then. So the A was made out of wood, and A was all steel. No, there was a, well, the body was steel. I can't even. The frame was steel. Yeah, the first one was steel. The yeah, T, the T yeah. was with wooden body. Yeah, I, I went to a really small high school, nine guys in my class. <laughs> you know, uh, on the outside, so I used to drive it into town to uh, go to school, and you know, in the winter time, did some donuts on the school grounds. Was that a closed-in body or was it open? Oh yeah, no, it was closed in body. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, the uh, the the center of the roof, the, mm -hmm. the square at the center of the roof, was a fabric. Yeah, it was uh -huh. cloth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, it had air conditioning, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you could uh, sixty you could forty air the windshield. <laughs> tilted the windshield out forward. Right. It, it, uh, the bottom of the windshield just cleared the gas cap that was right there in front of the uh, firewall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. My dad used to have a lot of collectible cars back in the 70s when inflation was so rampant. Yeah. He bought a lot of collectible cars. And I did a lot of restoration on that stuff. And I look at it and they go, nah, they couldn't have done it that way. And they did. <laughs> uh, I, was well, at I the, had a windshield wiper. Well, I was going to say I was at the Packard Museum. 
uh, in Florida, in, in near my, North Miami, is a Packard Museum, yep. which is a great place to go. But the carburetor had a spark plug built into it. Instead of a choke, they would start the fire just after the gasoline left the carburetor, and that what's got the car running first thing in the morning. Well, that's and scary. I'm going, that's not real. And the guy goes, yeah, it worked flawlessly. Never had any problems as long as the engine was sucking the gas. When it backfired, you had some serious issues. All right, Andy, we got to jump, but if you want tickets for the car show, why don't you hang on the line, and we're going to get your information right after the break, all right? This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. We're here. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> I used to have a, uh, a host of the show, and they guys said, why all say we're back? Mm-hmm. Where did we go? Right? So we're just going to say welcome to Dave's Corner Garage. Well, we were no longer <laughs> at the forefront. You see, there was other things that were happening That's while we were, we were breaking. Okay. Toronto Classic Car Auction, otherwise known as the Classic Car Productions, is at the Airport International Centre, May 5th, 6th, and 7th. And we have Terry Lobson on the phone with us. Which is uh, nice to talk to you again. That means spring is actually here. Terry, good morning. Yeah, good morning, fellas. Yeah, it's our kickoff uh, this year. It's kind of a, I guess, a spring spring, uh, tradition here. It is, yeah. And hibernating all year. Do you see more convertibles at at the spring auction rather than the fall auction? Um, I would say so, yeah. I I think uh, the spring's kind of the... I would say it's probably the bigger of the two shows. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, a little more of collection, I think. I think people are cleaning out their garages or making room for something new or looking for a project. So um, it's always a good show. Both of them are, are really well attended. People from coming from uh, hopefully from the States here with the exchange on the money. Well, you say project, though. I mean, there, a lot of these cars are, are, are pristine condition that you can drive away. I mean, they're not all barn finds where you're going to have to well, spend the next yeah, five years no, on them, are they? Yeah, that's right. There's a few of them are, are the, we call them project cars, original cars. Um, you know, they still require some tinkering. I mean, they're, yeah, they're not basket cases by any means. Not something really rare, but uh, a lot of the cars, you know, have, have been uh, restored mm-hmm. or uh, partially restored or been original. Maybe people want to take them up another notch and, you know, put them into shows and stuff or maybe just leave them uh, the way they are. Terry, sorry. I was going to say, Terry, I'm sorry to interrupt. Is, is yeah. that a problem when you have cars such as you've got a 67 Corvette, which is almost a 100-point car. Now, mm-hmm. there's a 30% difference between U.S. and Canadian dollars. Does that mean that yeah. these cars are going to go end up down the U.S. and end up with another, another auction down there? It could be. I, I think what the, the attraction is is some of the, um, the Canadian models, the ones that were built in, are more rare down there than they are up here. But I don't think there's going to be a big flood of them. I don't, we don't see that. There is a bit of a process in bringing the cars back. Not much uh-huh. of a problem, but um, you have to go through a broker. And, and uh, you know, so it's not going to be uh, – it's not as easy as just coming and driving it home. Uh, so there's uh, people that are looking at it. And then maybe sometimes different states have different um, rules, too, as far as importing and Safety regulations and things like that, but um, we don't see a big flood of them. People don't realize that uh, how hard it is to source some of this stuff. You've got a '67 Cadillac convertible with less than nine thousand miles, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's so rare. It's the end of the of the line of the convertible sign for GM for a long, long time, and yet yeah. you've got it at the auction. How long does it take you to set this up and convince the owners that it's time to, to move it on and, and to also convince them that you're the company to do that for them? 
Well, I guess it's, uh, you know, there's the traditional way of advertising, uh, you know, online or in magazines, uh, which works well, too, if, if you have the time. Um, you've got a lot of people that are going to be coming over and looking at knocking on your door, kicking the tires. And that. Um, the whole objective of an auction is we try to do the marketing and bring all those people that you're trying to reach. We try to bring them all into one building so mm-hmm. that, you know, you, you've got a better chance of selling it at an auction than uh, than waiting for it to sell through the newspaper. It depends on your situation. Well, right this way, um, you've got all the like-minded individuals, people yeah, who are all yeah, together exactly. looking for the car, besides the fact that all of a sudden now people are bidding against each other and jacking well, you know, up. I, I was doing a 29 Chevy, and I was lost as far as getting parts and stuff was concerned. I went to the auction, and I talked to all these people who had Chevys. And they, oh, they yeah. sort of told me yeah. where I can get parts. <laughs> and there was stuff there. You had like a flea market for parts. And I bought a whole bunch of stuff there. I walked out of there, you know, like with a happy camper. For people who haven't been to the show, Terry, what other things do you have there besides the actual auction? Well, it basically covers the whole uh, hobbies um, uh, of cl- collecting cars. The services are theirs uh, for uh, ramps and, and accessories and parts and uh uh, car manuals, books. Uh, there's a little bit of a flea market in there. Well, that's great. So if you um, already have an old car, you, you, this yeah. is a great place where you can make connections and, and find some yeah. parts. Great. And, yeah, and memorabilia as well. If you want to decorate your garage, if you know that, there's all kinds of uh, literally tons of memorabilia up for auction as well. Uh, neon signs and uh, you for know, the man's king. All right, king for the garage. And, yeah. and and you can get that old antique gas pump if you want. Yeah. Well, you know what? Actually, yeah. uh, I think it was last year I walked by and we have a parking problem where my man's cave is. So the guy was selling hoists and it was like two thousand dollars for a hoist. Yep. So I bought it right there on the spot. Right. Yeah. And the guy came over the week after, but installed it for us. And boy, our, we have an extra car in the shop now where we couldn't have one before. So, yeah. so you never yeah. know what they want. It's there. It's it's a car. Yeah, that's a great education to uh, to come and and you know a lot of cause the car guys are there. If you're looking for something, it's good to you know talk to some of these. The owners are usually there with their cars, so you can learn about uh, you know get a great education. We always say to try to you know do your homework or come out to an auction first just to see how it how it feels and get to know the the process and that and do your homework. Uh, you know, for and, people uh, who haven't ever been, who had never attended, um, what's the process? I mean, if they want to come and they want to bid on a car, how do they just start it up? Well, your admission uh, is uh, $20 uh, a day, I think 35 for the weekend. Right. And that includes your free parking, your bidder's pass, and the and the run list, mm-hmm. run order uh, for the show as well. Um, so basically, sign up, you get a credit card, is basically the... Uh, as a deposit, you can't buy a car and you credit card, but you have to uh, do all the paperwork and get everything in order mm-hmm. uh, by the following Monday uh, evening. Is basically so you have to get uh, you know line of credit or whatever, get that arranged uh, uh, before so Monday. Arrange night. your funds before you go to start bidding, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's good, like I say, to kind of have an idea what the budget is, you know, what you're looking for. Um, the great thing is too, if you can't. Sometimes if you don't get the car you want, there might be something else that catches your eye, too. So a lot of people come, you know, looking for a car. Yeah. And they might not get the one, but there's there's lots of other choices. Or there's a, maybe another of the same model. I think there's, like, if you like Corvettes, I think there's, like, 19 of them wow. uh, so, in the thing. So All right, Terry, thanks very much for joining right. us today. we yeah. got to run. Uh, Internet, how do we get a hold of you there? Okay, yeah, go to ccpauctions.com. CCP. That'll... 
CCP auctions, yep, and that'll, or just put Toronto Classic Car Auction in, plug it into Google, and away you go, and all the information. And there's there. a list of the cars they're running currently? Yep. That's, that's all the list, to... and the run order of the list of when they're going to be sold is there, as well as the memorabilia that we have each day. All right, and pictures um, of so all those cars. Okay, super. Yeah. We're Thanks, coming. Sir. We'll see you there. Okay, guys. Have a great auction. Thank we'll you. see you next week. Take and we care. still have some more tickets to give away. If you're listening, make sure you call in, and uh, we'll get your name, your address, and your phone number, and you'll pick it up at the will call desk. Yeah, and we got Garnet and Bob Cajun. We're going to find out what's wrong with his car. Oh, look, and someone's calling us from New York, New York. We're going to yeah, get to yeah. all those calls. I'm sorry, it's New York. New York. We'll get to those calls I right after this toity, break. Toity. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. The garage door is open, and we're taking calls today. Today, we're going to New York. We're going to New York. We're going to talk to Dick in Lewiston. Dick, what can we do for you? Thanks for calling. Uh, Good morning, guys. Enjoy the show very much. Thank Thank you very much. What are you driving? I've got an 05 uh, Ford Expedition. I bought it used about a year and a half ago at 97,000 miles on it. I currently got about 105,000. The gas mileage on this thing is unbelievable. Unbelievably I'm good or unbelievable bad? miles a gallon. I've changed the fuel filter. I had plugs put in it, gas filter. That thing, I'm running about 6.9 miles a gallon right now. All right. Now, you bought it used, right? So you don't know what the car truck was set up for. It may have a very high rear end in it. So, in other words, it could have been set up for towing, not for, for highway driving. This so, came from a money family. They used the, the old man drove with the car. He... Flew to Florida. His son drove it to Florida. Yeah, he'd run it around down there, and he'd bring it back. Uh, the kid bring it back. The guy demanded to fly home. I don't know what to do with this. It's driving nuts. Well, I think what I would do is take it to a shop and and have them look at the data coming out of the oxygen sensor. Yeah. Um, because the, between the oxygen sensor and the temperature sensor, which is you know would, in the old days would work to choke, those are the two things that are going to make it burn the most amount of gas. Right. All right. So if the oxygen sensor is acting, if it's if it's act, if it's reacting way too slowly, it'll burn more gas. Or if the the coolant temperature sensor, for example, is getting wrong information, it's it's almost like in the old days when the choke is on all the time. Um, right, it's got a five point four liter engine in it. Do you ever look around back by the tailpipe? Do you find that it's gray or black in color? Does it look sooty? No, I don't. No, I don't. I got. I haven't drove it in a while. I'm afraid to drive it. Uh, do we have emissions tests in, in New York State? Yes, I think so, yeah. Did it pass the emissions test when you got it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no well, that means there's that, nothing yeah. wrong with it. <laughs> well, but that was a while back. I mean, the other things you can look at, for example, it's an older vehicle. If you didn't service the brakes in a long time, it could It'll be, be the brakes down. are hanging up. Uh, tire pressures could be down. Uh, ultimately, of course, if everything else proves positive, as Dave said, it could be set that you've got a really high gearing on the rear end, so um, that'll give you a bad guy. Yeah, a lot mileage. of guys will buy them, pull a trailer, and so they've got a higher gear in it, and it's, it's using more fuel because it's lugging all the time. Well, the first oh, thing to do, you. Dick, is, again, go around the back of the car and look at the tailpipe and just see if it's black or not, because if you find it is black, then obviously the engine is you know running really rich, mm-hmm. and that's the first place you've got to check out. All yeah. Get somebody to spend some quality time with it. Thanks, Dick. All right, Dick, appreciate you calling in from Lewiston. Lewiston, Lewiston, New York. All right. Live and clear from Lewiston, New York. All right, we're going to go up to Bob Cajun now. we got Garnet, who's got a cold weather issue with his Camry. What's going on? Those are usually pretty good, Garnet. Hello. Hi. How are you this morning? Fine yourself. Well, not too bad, but uh, I wanted to tell you about we've got a 2014 Toyota Camry, 
XLE. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Great little car, our third Toyota, but we have one problem with it. What's that? In the cold weather, unless you take it for a long drive, it won't start in the morning. Oh. I've contacted uh, uh, Toyota, and the only solution they come up with is go take it for a long drive, and then, you know, it'll build up the battery enough to start. But we're retired now. We're living in a retirement home, okay. and we don't go for long drives anymore. So let me tell you something. You're saying that it doesn't crank when you go in the morning to start it? It won't start. So what's happening is, is your battery's running down. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Do you park it outside or inside? Outside. Outside. Well, one of the things you could do, I mean, what's, what's happening is, is that you see that on a modern car now, you have so many devices that are electronic, and they're always taking power out of the battery, even when the car is not being driven. There's a certain, certain amount of things that have a keep-alive memory, and they have to, they're going to suck that power down from that battery. Um, I'm, I'm guessing, is the battery the same age as the car? Is it is three years old? I'm sorry? How old is the battery? Oh, uh, the battery has been changed, and it, I think the the battery is fairly new within the past year. Okay. Well, again, the issue is, you see, cars are meant to be driven and are not meant to be parked. If you're going to have to park it for three or four days at a time, and then when you do drive it, you just take a little short drive, you're constantly sucking down that battery, so it never has a chance to, to get recoup. a solar charger. So what to do is that you can pick up at the uh, automotive place. They have a solar charger. What it is is a little solar cell, and it'll go on the dashboard of the car, and at least during the day, it'll take that little bit of sunlight and turn it into electricity, and maybe that'll keep your car going. we got to run, Garnet. Thanks for calling in with that. And yeah. uh, that's it. Especially, we didn't understand how long he leaves the car sitting, mm-hmm. but if he leaves it for long days, it, it has a parasitic draw continually with drawing. Paras- Alrighty. Parasitic. Parasitic. Is that like a woodpecker? No. Yeah, that bugger, I gotta get him. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave's Chronic Barrage. We'll be right back. Isn't that amazing? CUV, SUV, uh, IPO, ABC. Good morning, <laughs> Ryan Rogers, R O G E R S. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Great. You know, uh, Ryan's with Car Cost Canada. Yes. Uh, I'm looking for a Mustang convertible, actually, to run around in Florida. So I went on his site. Mm-hmm. I went as a guest and I looked up the Mustang and I found there was like $3,000. Of gifts. That well, that was just the difference between the dollar. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, there was a, a rebate from Ford for twenty five hundred bucks. There right. was money available from Costco. There was uh, another rebate for something else. It ended up was uh, almost three thousand dollars less than than the dealer was asking. And I'm going, wow, <laughs> absolutely yeah, so, insane. Uh, I mean, I mean, and that's the thing, right? We we have all the information on you know hidden rebates and advertised rebates. And the thing is, if you just go on the dealer website, you may only see the rebates that are being advertised. Mm-hmm. But our reports, we're going to have all the hidden ones and essentially all, all the savings, you know, you didn't know you qualified for. Well, you know, it's funny. When you go to buy a refrigerator or something like that, yeah. you yeah. don't know what that costs. What's what's the whole point of knowing what the car costs? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the way it works is, I mean, as we all know, I mean, you know, you go to the grocery store, you know, you don't know the cost. You can't negotiate the cost of an Apple or Syria. You know, these things are kind of set. and. The way it kind of works is with big ticket items like cars, knowing the invoice price can actually impact the price you're going to get. So the thing that people don't realize is on, on most new cars sold in Canada, the average markup is probably about 6 to 10%. So not as high as, as you know everyone might think, but knowing, knowing the dealer cost can actually help you get a pretty 
a sizable reduction in the price that you pay. Well, of course, and, because the big difference yeah. is that when you go to buy a fridge, you're paying the sticker price. No, but you exactly. get discounts on fridge, but they're very little. You don't get much. But and, and that's the thing, and you don't even know what how good the discount is because you yeah. don't know their cost, right? Yeah. So if you know the cost, you, you've you've established the price floor. And you know that the retail price is the price ceiling. Now, obviously, the whole idea is you want to pay as close to the price floor as possible. i got two questions for you. How sure. important is it that, that people, do they all haggle to try and get a better deal? Or is it they purchase a vehicle and they expect all the service that comes? You know, am I paying full list and I'm getting better service because I'm paying full list? Is, is... Um, that really shouldn't be the way it works. I mean, I mean, with Car Cost Canada, you know, we try to set people up with recommended dealers where that not only are they going to give you the lowest possible price or the best price, but the experience should also be um, just as well as if you know you were to go out yeah. elsewhere and pay a retail price. So you know, the service just should come naturally, especially if you're buying at one of our. And, and the dealers. second question I had, which which I think everybody would want to ask, is mm-hmm. if I'm buying. A Porsche or an Aston Martin or uh, right. Do they do the same thing? Get a car cost and go after? Well, you know, on, on exotic vehicles like that, unfortunately, you know, we don't have pricing, and that's because you know they're low, kind of low volume units. Yes. Um, and you know, it, it doesn't exactly work the same way on on exotic vehicles. But on most new cars sold in Canada, you know, we we do have pricing, and we do have pricing on other luxury vehicles like you know Audis, Mercedes, and stuff like that. And it does work the same on those. And there's and and do people really go after it and try and get as Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, people, you know, people uh, every day, you know, price out reports on, on vehicles like that. And, you know, they do they do get a lot of savings, you know, you know, a couple thousand dollars, you know, something like that. It's it's it, it works on those kinds of vehicles very well. So for the most part, once they've gone to your website, what's the name of the what's the website called? Yeah. So it's carcostcanada.com. Right. So if yeah. they and once they've signed up because they want to go ahead and purchase a car. Um, ultimately they, they shop the car online and then you hook them up with a dealership. Yeah. So what actually happens is they, they, they pick all their options and stuff like that. Then they generate what's called the dealer invoice price report. And on there we have not only the invoice prices we were discussing, but also the hidden rebates and stuff like that that you guys were mentioning. Like, you know, if you're a Costco member, Mm -hmm. uh, if you're paying cash, they're going to see all those kinds of things. And then they're going to essentially be able to figure out what their best price is going to be. And not only that, as I also mentioned earlier, the the dealer we're going to set them up with a dealer who we believe is going to provide a you know a great experience for them. Now as well. the first one is free, so yep. it gives you an idea of what it is. But okay, I'm trying to buy a car in Florida. I have gone yep. probably to twenty or thirty sites looking for a different right. looking for the car that I want. So right. how many? How does it work with you? You, you buy a, a package? Um, in terms of well, I mean so. In terms of sourcing the vehicle? No, service of giving information. How many times can I go on the site? Oh, oh. so, you know, right now the first report's free, right? Right. Um, after that, what you can do is you can upgrade to our, um, uh, you know, pro membership. Right. Um, our Better Than Free membership. So for a price of $30, people are going to get five dealer invoice price reports, and they're also going to get uh, an SO price privileges card of up to fifty dollars in savings. You like that, eh? That's like it's, free, like no, yeah. free and twenty bucks. Exactly, right? <laughs> That's better than free. All right, Ryan. Thanks for joining us today. Okay. CarCostCanada.com. Yep, CarCostCanada.com. People can head over there and uh, start their free trial. You get wow. a free trial if you join, which is thirty bucks, and they give you back a fifty dollar gas card. That is correct. What about dinner? <laughs> No, okay. I'm just trying. Anyways, thank you, Rod. Thanks, guys. Thanks okay, Ryan and Rogers from carcostcanada.ca. You know, my shop is up near near the courthouse, eh? 
Can you get a free trial or what? No, but you can't park there unless you go into the Greek restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Greek to me. This is right. Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with more of your calls right after this message. All righty. Uh, this is the Dave's Corner Garage. Just a reminder to go to davescornergarage.com. That's our website. Tons of information on there, like seatbelt recalls, uh, Takata airbag recalls. Uh, enter the contest to go to, to Las Vegas. Here's a couple of announcements you should make before going back to the phones. Right off the presses. <laughs> I was going to do the, the, the woodpecker. The woodpecker. <laughs> okay, Ministry of Transportation has announced. If you don't pay your highway traffic fines, you're not going to get your plates. So if you got a speeding ticket that's outstanding, you better pay it because they're going to deny you a renewal of your license plate. So what happens if you're waiting for a court date? I have no idea. I guess there's no there's nothing on the machine yet because it hasn't been resolved. But this is stuff that you've been found. Oh, guilty you've been of. found guilty already. Okay, not right. just charged. So okay, remember perfect. that. Yeah. So you've got that thing outstanding. And uh, the second one is, which is interesting, this is from CBC News. You know how they license. Ownership. Yeah, ownership and insurance. Ownership insurance. Well, insurance can now be on proof as a pink slip on your mobile phone. So you can take a picture of the pink slip? Take a picture of the pink slip both sides, and then if a cop pulls you over, well, I have my mobile phone, but meanwhile, I want to record the conversation in case you want to. Right, and I wonder. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Right, so interesting. We've got to get you off this plane. Okay, now, uh, yeah, you can get off the plane. (laughs) They had another one. They killed a rabbit or something. United? (laughs) Really? Yeah. First, they dragged the guy off the plane, and uh-huh. now, now um, they, some rabbit was kept in the hole, and, and they killed it. Oh wow! I wouldn't want to be buying United stock right now. I hope it wasn't Easter. Uh, this gentleman's calling about paint. All right, Bill and Buckhorn, go ahead, Bill. Oh uh, yes, I have a two thousand and four, uh, two thousand and ten Ford F one fifty. Yeah. Um, I've kept it uh, undercoated with uh, Crown since before I got it. They right. took it over and. Uh, undercoat it and I bought it new. I've had it done every year. I have it done about the first part of May every year. Mm-hmm. And now the paint is all peeling off the bottom sharp corners of the box and uh, under the do- doors, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, the, it's it's all peeling off and even up around the fender wells. Okay. Uh, I've always found the, the, the folks at Crown to be really understanding of problems like this, I think your first situation is you go back to the nearest crown dealer, the, the one that you dealt with. He will take pictures of the damage. Okay, yes. the local crown um, DSM, the local service manager, will have a look at it, and they'll contact you. All right? The situation mm-hmm. could be some of the uh, could be rust-proofing, but it may just be a problem from Ford. It doesn't appear to be rusted underneath. No, it's usually the paint... They had a problem. Ford did have a problem with paint peeling. I have a um, uh, Freestar, which is a shop van, and the paint is peeling off like in, in strips. So there was a problem with the uh, undercoat. But before saying anything of that, go back to the crown guy, show him that. They'll take pictures. They'll send it to the head office, and you'll have an answer quickly. Oh, okay. Uh, okay they're um, very understanding. Because I take care of my vehicles really well. Like I even change oil in the tr- automatic transmission every 50,000. So, oh, so it deserves to be so, taken care of. So I, like I say, phone them up. These are the nicest guys, the most straight-up people I've ever dealt with in my life. All right, thanks oh, for yeah, calling in, Bill. Okay. But I guess, Dave, a lot of people don't realize, you know, you have high-traffic areas. So, for example, if you've got tires that stick out past the wheel wells, 
you know, the, 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 the corrosive action and the um, abrasion, the abrasion, thank you, um, from sand and salt will we'll actually peel the paint off. I mean, there's nothing much you really can do well, short of mud flaps, things like that. Well, I had, like I say, I was saying with the uh, Freestar, mm -hmm. the paint is just coming off in strips. So how right? do you fix that? It's a 10-year-old, 12-year-old car. They don't even care. Mm. It's just the shop truck, right? Da -da, and it's mostly da -da, the roof, da -da, right? Da -da, so, da -da, oh, there we go. <laughs> da -da, da -da. So the bottom line is, yeah, I would go back and ask. I don't think it's a rust-proofing problem. Mm -hmm. But I've seen them. I saw him do one guy. I don't want to mention names. But he did the car once as a rust-proof. Never saw them for five years. And then he noticed there was a problem. Mm -hmm. And they paid for it. Really? Yeah. They were straight up. They didn't want to argue with the guy. That's amazing. And then it's something. So it's it's a good 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 bunch of people. Okay. All right. Things that we forgot to talk about today. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you though, buying a car in the U.S. is a real experience, mm -hmm. um, especially because the Canadian dollar. I went to look at the bank yesterday. If you buy a thousand dollars worth of, of uh, it's it's seventy one cents. Mm -hmm. That's what our dollars worth. Right. So they, you can buy a car down there, a brand new car for seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the advertised price. I mean, think we've talked. No, no, to no, no. A Regal is that's the guy in West Palm here. Uh huh. Uh, a Jeep Cherokee, seventeen thousand. Then he had another one, a Dodge um, uh, Frontier, what it's called. You know, the mini, the caravan, but the little one. Mm hmm. Journey. $14,000. Yeah, but you know what? We, we've had Terry O'Keefe on from Omvic, yeah. and you know we have all-in pricing here in Ontario, but don't make that assumption that it's going to be down in the States. Didn't you tell me that the price of the vehicle almost doubled yeah. by the time you got well, there? Well, that was this one Toyota deal, yeah. <laughs> but these, it's all different there. It's not like here. It's the Wild West down there. So yeah. it's interesting. I'll let you know what we're buying. It's either going to be a Mustang convertible, which is what I want. Right. Uh, the wife wants a station wagon. That's what she wants, mm -hmm. right? And I think we both want an old Cadillac. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens. I guess you're buying three cars. Nah, we're in a <laughs> rental car. It's usually what happens. <laughs> it doesn't pay to keep a car down there. I think you should just rent them. Super. We want to thank Terry yeah. Lobson, who we spoke to about yep. the auction, which is coming up next weekend. So yep. check it out. I want to thank Lant Insurance for wanting to be to support us. Lant is available at our website. So if you and buy a car at the, at the auction, yeah. if you buy a car at the auction, you can actually negotiate and get a price for your insurance right there. Right there, you get insurance. Walk over, get your plates, and drive the baby home. And if you just want to decorate your man cave, you can do that as well. There's all kinds of goodies down there. And a big thank you to the folks at Car Cost Canada. Um, you know, without our sponsors, we wouldn't be here, and we appreciate them. And the most of our sponsors, I would say that. All of our sponsors are great guys because we want to associate our, ourselves with people that aren't great. And I want to thank Sebastian behind the uh, yeah. board who's doing a great job as We're usual. Crazy. And you'll go to the Will Call Desk at the auction to pick up your tickets. Have a great weekend. Say goodbye, Al. Bye, everyone. Drive safe. We'll see you next week here on Dave's Corner Garage. Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. Happy This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.